I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to stop a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have a Hello, everyone, and welcome to Greetings from Beyond Radio, Season 1, Episode 22, and this one is going to get interesting today. Uh, we're going to be discussing symbols and their different meanings and how many times they've changed over the years. Uh, I think you guys are going to be very, very surprised or disappointed, one or the other. Uh, but first and foremost, let's go through the usual um and let everyone know where you can actually listen to us and see us on a regular basis uh you can hear us on spotify facebook youtube you can watch us on facebook and youtube but please subscribe to our youtube account while you're there and that way you'll get your notifications did you get yours vicky i'm sure you did yeah. Yes, I sure did. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. That's how you know. Uh, iHeartRadio, Paralanx, the Amazon Music, Podcast Index, Samsung Podcast, Listen Notes, Apple Podcasts, wherever Apple products are available, of course, and Google Podcasts and Pandora. That's where you can basically see us and hear us. So if you still haven't subscribed, especially this one episode, you really are going to want to keep your eye on the screen because all the symbols that are going to be floating about, it's best to see what we're talking about so that you can see and judge for yourself. And just a little shout out to everyone um, just before we start the show uh, to Courtney Peterson, Ginger Marie Cleland as well. Thank you so much for joining us in the chat. Um, if you all have questions when we start off with this subject matter, the only thing I suggest is put it in there. And we will answer those questions in the second half. I'll repeat this midway through and just before we go off to commercial breaks. But it's important that we get through these symbols. And it's also important that we get to your questions. So that being said, hello, how are you doing? Uh, Timeless Jewels by Deborah. Okay, I'll call you Deborah. How about that? All right. <laughs> uh, we just want to, to start before we begin. Yeah. I want to start with a pivotal moment that happened in my life this week, and this is for our little bit older listeners. So we all know that I'm not a spring chicken, and I was. It was your first time using Metamucil. <laughs> I, in the 1970s, I was, you know, lucky enough to be growing up in the 70s with teen idols and all that kind of stuff. So this week, so. 
On my Facebook, I have the Sean Cassidy page, which is looks like it's pretty much really him, and the Rex Smith, which definitely is him because he does like live videos from his house. So that's definitely Rex Smith. So the other day, Rex Smith, he's having construction done and they're doing some new piping or whatever. And I just happen to be one of the first ones because the key to getting a response from one of your teen idols from back in the day is to make sure one of you are the first ones to comment. So he was on there and he was talking about his construction and I was one of the first ones. So I commented, oh, I was cleaning the other day too. You take my breath away. And Rex Smith gave me the heart emoji. I only have one more thing to do, and that is to get Sean Cassidy to respond to something that I put on his page, and I can die a happy person. So the minute Sean Cassidy likes or gives me a heart emoji or something like that, but right now I am so happy that Rex Smith acknowledged my comment. Okay, so anything else this week that happened is not nearly as important as my teen idol story. Okay, you may commence with the rest of the show. Huh? What? Okay. Um, I got a lot of comments just there because I'm speaking to the women that are around my age who know Sean Cassidy, who know Rex Smith, who know I thought Sean Cassidy, Cassidy died. Okay, seriously. He's still so, doing concerts, selling out concerts. I, I thought that was Donny Osmond. You know, so Donny Osmond still performs too. So does yeah, Sean Cassidy. Okay, well, you know, they're older than dirt. And There's stuff, David okay. Cassidy died. Not David. Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the wrong Cassidy, but whatever. You got the wrong Cassidy. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Forgive him, ladies, forgive him. He knows not. That was, a, what that was a good nap. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ginger, Ginger says, girl, you've made it. All right. There you go. Um, so, yeah, this this time around, we will be discussing symbols. And there's one particular symbol that I know for sure that Vicky loves. And it's the artist formerly known as Prince. I already had that ready on my phone. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. There it is. And he was cool. You know, that's one cool symbol. I will say that. Um, and he had his reasons for doing it. Um, and God bless him. Uh, he's a talent that will never, ever be reproduced. One of a kind, one of a kind. Uh, but I digress. We will be discussing symbols and what they've meant. Uh, just so that everyone knows, and, and, and there's been some research done on this, some research done on this. And I, I need to really emphasize that there are people that have actually taken the time to look into this, you know, like Vicky and myself and even our producer, Jen, boy, she's really been up on all the research and the pictures and whatnot. And I don't blame her, but before I move any further, just so that we're clear, um, the, the cross, you know, the T cross has always been known and, and go ahead, Jen, put it on, 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 you know, up for everyone to see, uh, this was the crucifixion seems to have originated in 
Persia. Not too many people know this. And the Romans created the practice as they went on throughout the years as to how they would torture their criminals, murderers, thieves, stuff like that. The cross just didn't happen overnight and it just wasn't created just for Jesus Christ, just so everyone knows. Um, it, it was T-shaped for a reason. It was to actually torture the human being so that they couldn't breathe, literally, and uh, stretch out their torso. And that in itself is something that a lot of people need to understand. This was a form of torture by the Romans. Okay, it wasn't just created for that one particular day when Jesus was sacrificed for my faith. And I know I speak for Vicky with for her faith, the Christian faith. Um, it was something that had been used for many, many, many years by the Romans and even the Persians. Uh, so just getting that out of the way, um, that one torture device, and I want you to understand that cross right there became a symbol of the sacrifice that one person made. It was the Christ, the Messiah, Jesus, that died on that very same cross. Because it was the Romans that crucified Jesus. And, and not too many people tend to remember the history behind this. And I think it's very important. Now, we're going to flip this cross around. Vicky's going to love this. And y'all are going to love this. And... Yeah. Here you see an upside down cross. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to pose this question before we go any further to everyone in the chat. And Vicky and I will talk about this. Um, what impression do you all get about the upside down cross and who is on that upside down cross? Because if you guys are thinking what I think you're thinking, you're falling in the line as to what society and social media would have you believe. Um, but you're almost right there, Jennifer, wrong, wrong name. And, and we're going to, we're going to, you know, touch on a lot of questions. You know, if you guys came in late, we're, please, please put your questions in the chat and we will address it in the second half and gladly interact with you guys. But okay. Ginger, she got it right. Uh, Peter was the one that asked and demanded that since he was going to be crucified, that he be crucified upside down to honor his Messiah, his Savior, Jesus Christ. He didn't want to be crucified the same way. So it was in honor of his Messiah. Your impressions, Vicky, when it comes to how this has been twisted and turned upside down, literally within our social media well i mean it's been turned into a satanic demonic type symbol that's been used um <clears throat> the first thing that pops into my mind where it was used where i've physically seen it um in order to try to make people believe that someone has done rituals and that's at the fake devil's tree the tree that you first come to in okamic park they have done a lot of symbols including the upside down cross on this tree which erroneously I don't believe is the real double tree. Um, but that's, I I'm speaking for the general public here. When I say that's probably what most people think of 
is that it's something evil. Because it's been used in horror movies. And, and, and in fact, the picture that's up on the screen right now, for those of you that are watching, um, it, that is St. Peter. And as you can see, he's depicted in this cathedral. This is in a cathedral, Catholic cathedral, with him holding an upside down cross. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. He was he was a devil worshiper. No, he wasn't. Um, he, he was actually honoring his his Lord and Savior. But not too many people will know that, unfortunately, because social media and Hollywood and yes, you know, as as uh, Ginger Marie Cleland stated, sensationalized uh, and Courtney Peterson, I thought it was evil. Uh, and no, it wasn't actually. It, it's something that's been turned evil over the years uh, a little bit. See, everyone tends to learn something new. Do your research. I've always said, you know, fact check everything because just just because I said it or Vicky said it or someone else, some Joe Blow said it don't mean it's true. Fact check it. Make sure, you know, everybody and their brother has a microphone nowadays. Exactly. Everybody and their brother has a forum that they can get whatever they believe or whatever they are touting as the truth. You need to be very careful unless someone says, in my opinion, or I have researched this and can cite these particular resources to back this up. Um, what I find interesting is that, um, and I have to figure out, I have to think to myself why there is a uh, poltergeist case in which, because a lot of poltergeist cases have writings and things that appear on the wall. And the truth behind the upside down cross, as you just explained, is something completely different than what the general public, human public, believes. And on this particular um, case, they had upside down crosses that were drawn throughout the rooms, um, along with 666 and things like that. And anybody who knows the background, and in fact, the person did know the background, um, knew that that wasn't satanic, but I'm still trying to figure out myself why an entity would have used the upside down cross. So that's I agree with, I agree with that. And also what, what, what Jennifer Bailey is, sta is stating their critical thinking skills are imperative with technology these days, but it's also imperative with everything that we come in contact with especially this information that we're, we're sharing with every single one of you out there right now. Uh, uh, I, I believe, I, I think it was, uh, it wasn't Ginger. Uh, it was uh, Courtney who said, I thought it was evil. Uh, well, no, it's not. And uh, it's actually, he's considered a saint uh, and um, all, uh, many Catholic churches, St. Peter. And uh, this is something that a lot of people, because of Hollywood, because of horror movies, and the fact that all of a sudden the cross goes upside down. Oh, it must be the devil. No, it's not the devil. Sorry to, you know, burst your bubbles. But, hey, we're here to learn from each other. That's the way I see it. Um, so, okay, uh, people say it's to mock the cross. Uh, Christ was placed upon, so people flipped it to say it was evil when it is not uh yes i i get it and people will oh welcome in melanie 
good to see that you're you're doing much better to join us. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, it, you know, th there's th there's also been a lot that's gone on with uh, the three scratches. People always say, "Oh, it's to mock the Trinity," but in reality, if and I'm gonna I'm going to actually do this so that people can understand. If you are scratching, what are the three fingers? that are longest, your index, your middle, and your ring. There you go. Your pinky and your thumb are too small to make any kind of dent. So the first three that are the longest are the ones that are going to leave a mark. It doesn't mean that they are mocking the Trinity. That's just simply the way it is. Your your fingers, you know, your, your, if you got five, there's going to be the three that are going to be the longest and the ones that are going to leave the most mark. So go, go ahead. I was investigating the Cuban club over in Ybor city. I was scratched mm -hmm. and I had three scratch marks. I didn't think it was something evil. I didn't think it was demonic. I actually figured out it was a female that did it. And like, even when, if I try to do it, like my pinky doesn't even like, Come my close. pinky doesn't naturally even bend. It kind of, well, I've been sipping tea too much with my pinky out. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. But it doesn't even naturally do that. So, you know, I, you know what? People make make assumptions. Uh, they take. You know what they say about assumptions, right? Oh, yes. You make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> you want to know where I heard that? This is how old I am. That was featured on an episode of The Odd Couple. That's how old Felix was was using the example with Oscar, and he wrote the the word "assume" on a big sheet of paper, and then circled "ass you me." That's oh. how old I am, folks. Oh. See how I managed to turn that back to the seventies again? Uh, yeah, I, well, I didn't realize you 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 know the the during the Flintstone era they had TV, but okay, mm -hmm. you know I, I'll I'll take your word for it. We did. Dino um, had to go like this to get it running. Okay, that's cool. That's uh -huh. cool. I can see that happening. Um, the, you know, the amazing thing is, and just like we just demonstrated, those three fingers are going to be the the biggest, the longest fingers, and if you got nails, the longest ones that are going to be able to reach. Pinky is practically there just for doormen, and so is the thumb. But I guess that's what separates us from the animal kingdom, other than monkeys. Uh, but we have to think logically. Now we have another symbol that we're going to throw up there. And I want people to kind of like ponder this, you know, and I want people to throw up their, their, their impressions immediately. They, as soon as they see this on the screen and we will address this the second hour. So you got to stick around. Go ahead. All right. So here we have a cross or not, it's not, it's not a cross. I'm kidding. It's a circle. No, no, no. It's, a, it's not a circle. Is it a square? <laughs> no, it's a star. Would you look at that? One, two, three, four, five, six pointed star. I want you guys to follow and count the points. Now, I know this is a circle around it. Okay. Now, do you all feel? Uh, I, I can't say, I can't answer that question, Olga. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know when it is, but I can't answer that question. Um, the first time you guys see this star, 
what's the first thing that pops into your brain? And Courtney, don't be afraid to answer. I, you know, I, I, you learned something. Okay, maybe Jewish star, Ginger, anyone else have anything to say when it comes to you see this star, what's the first thing you think? Vicki, you want to share what you I think, think? I think it's a pretty star. It's a pretty star. It's a pretty star. It's a pretty That's star. all. I mean, I don't, but I'm also not somebody that, you know, tends to go more towards the scary let's pretend like something is evil side right. anyway right. so can't go by me because that's not the way my brain goes it's blue yes jen it's blue, <laughs> blue. Yay! she gets a star all right <laughs> uh york water star of david very good i i yeah correct and and ginger was correct and so was uh brandy um it's the jewish star of david yes you are correct uh let's go to the other star dun, 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 dun. oh wait wait a minute hey go back to the star before that and let's go back to the new star it, you know that it kind of looks the same to me how about you, Vicky? Does it look the same looks, to you? Looks the same to me. Looks the same, yeah. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six points. Okay. And this pentagram. Okay, so Brandy says pentagram. Um, anyone else? And Jennifer Bailey saying she can't see the difference. Um, all right, Jennifer Bailey pentagram. Uh, <laughs> Olga saying still the star, five. David. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, keep going. Anyone else? It's identical. Yeah, Ginger, you're you're correct. And okay, so FYI, uh, Vicky, before I go ahead and, and give out the answer, which I'm sure you already know by now. I mean, I got eyes. <laughs> Jen, our producer, is stuck on colors. First, it was blue. Now it's black. Okay. <laughs> well, first and foremost, there's no circle around it, in case you didn't notice. It does have six points. Or is it one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six points? Okay. Um, so, yeah, exactly, Courtney. So, all right. This is what? To you, Vicky. A six-pointed star. Six-pointed star. Now, to any child or to any person that would see this symbol, they'd say it's a star. And that's it. This is a pentacle. It's not a pentagram. It's a pentacle, although a lot of people tend to say, well, pentagram, pentacle, same thing, tomato, tomato. But there is a slight difference. Uh, the pentacle has always been used for different things in different cultures, but more, more than anything, the, the pagans that believe in the pentacle and use the pentacle use it to ward off evil. And uh, it's gotten a bad rap over the years. I will say that for sure. Very bad rap. And um, I've known this forever and a day, but apparently there's a lot of people out there that just don't get it and um 
it could have easily passed for the Star of David. You know, if you add blue to that, it's the same thing. But you add black to it, and all of a sudden, what? Is it bad because it's black? No. It's the same star. Same points. So let's go to the next star. It's us. We're the next stars. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to give everyone a chance to put their two cents worth in, please. And what is to, what is this to all of you? They're typing. Yep. <laughs> no, all we need is the music. Dun 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 dun. Okay. Yes, one, two, three, four, five points. There's a difference there. Okay. Vicky. Yeah, this one the this impression I get is I think of they say tannic church. Correct. Is my impression because they have taken the five pointed star instead of it pointing up, it is pointed down so that you it's have inverted. the, the yep. place to put the oh, are mine showing tonight? Oh, I'm sorry. What's showing? Making sure my horns weren't showing tonight. Oh uh, yeah. Um, no. File them down. File them down. File, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's what I think of now. Just because I associate that with a particular organization, I have a different view on this particular organization. Mm -hmm. A little bit different view than other people might have. And and you're you're free to share your your views. I you know uh, if you want to, it's up to you. Just like everyone here in the chat, but you're you're co-host to this show as well. So share away. Well. I probably would have had a little more narrow-minded view of what this is a symbol of, except for in 2019, my daughter and I went to Salem and we did visit um, the Satanist Museum and we mm -hmm. did get a chance to, to speak to the curator there, the guide there. And so we learned a little bit more about what, I don't know if I want to use the term modern, Satanists believe in what they practice as opposed to some of the things that we think of, of Satanists of old. Um, one of the things that he stressed during our tour is that they live by do no harm. Um, they talk about having autonomy of their own bodies and um, they just live by a do your thing as long as it doesn't hurt other people thing. They're not sacrificing anybody in there. And I can tell you, I got a better vibe inside that location than I did in some of the other buildings that we toured while we were in Salem. Okay. And here's, here's the thing. Um, there's been a lot of misconceptions out there, unfortunately. And, and thank you, Bob, uh, Bubba Haley, for listening in. And we appreciate it. And uh, everyone that's commenting here, and Jen Richardson, of course, she has to say, and it's red. Okay, 
We get it. Blue, black, now we're into red. Okay, all right. <laughs> we're going to yes. cover all the colors tonight. I know. I mean, we're going to be rainbow. No color and, left behind tonight. Hey, hey, you know what? It's Pride Month. It's okay. So, you know, the way I see it, more power. Um, any symbol can be corrupted. And I want people to understand this. And let's get this uh, image off the screen for now. We've already seen it long enough. Um, we we have to really think about how social media works nowadays as opposed to the 70s, 80s, 90s, into 2000s. It's changed. I, I mean, I remember when social media was chat in, in uh, uh, AOL, which ironically you still have an account with, uh, Vicky. Uh, and, yeah, and I'm still looking for those AOL chat rooms. We need to bring that back. People start a movement. <laughs> and, 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 and again, we have to be very, very careful with social media today. Very Social media is very powerful. Social media can make someone or break them. That's, that's the fact we, we, we can't, you know, play with social media. There was a time when social media, I, I remember MySpace. who remembers MySpace out there. I remember MySpace. Hey, I was collecting friends left and right. I, it was like a race. I remember Olga and I both trying to build for national paranormal society, our team back in the day and trying to get as many people as we could. So it was the numbers game and it still is the numbers game to an extent, but it, it was it was just I don't know you know oh look at her you know Jennifer says Prodigy all right uh, I don't I don't remember Prodigy does anyone remember Prodigy uh, but do you understand what I'm saying social media to us back in the day was TV that's all we saw and we didn't even have this was before cable came along before satellite came along all these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of channels that now exist didn't exist it was abc cbs nbc that was it and PBS, occasionally pbs don't forget pbs, PBS. yes P, so there was pbs and we also had what was it channel 39 here and then 33 so we had like six we had literally six channels to pick from before cable came along and i remember the first cable company that started it was on tv all right i don't know if y'all can remember that far back i'm kind of telling on myself when it comes to my age and that was what everybody went by all right whatever was on there that must be popular i remember watching stripes with bill murray on on tv you know goes to show you and it was relatively new it had just been released the you know the year before and i i know that people are now so addicted to social media. This is all they do all day, all they do. That's all they do. And you know what? You got TikTok, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, you have YouTube, you have, uh, I, I forget the, the name of that other one. Is it Twitch? I think it's called. You have all, all of these, you know, I call them the NAT social media because the, you can only watch a video for a few seconds and then you're like, on to the next one on to the next one it's quick gratification but this is why we're doing this show here today i want people to understand that what you have seen for so long and you have perceived for so long is not necessarily correct and just because there's one person's perception 
all it takes one. Doesn't make it right. Okay. Vicky, I, I I know you're you're itching. You're itching to well, say I, something. I just want to give I want to give a shout out to Jennifer for her reference to the movie Signs there with her tinfoil hat. First she had it on her antenna. Girl, I can't tell you how many pieces of tinfoil I had on my little I had my, my antenna was broken to begin with, so it was bent. So the only way for me to get anything is I had to wrap that thing with tinfoil. But I love the reference to the tinfoil hats, which comes from the movie Signs. And Bubba, uh, we see your question there. We will be answering a lot of the questions in the second half. So please stick around. Don't go anywhere because, you know, this is just getting started. We, we've just, you know, chipped the tip of the iceberg. And, and we have a long way to go. And I kind of feel like this is going to bleed into the second hour because, you know, there's, there's no way to avoid it. Uh, if our lovely producer can actually put up the next picture, Time so for the next discuss. quiz. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Seven satanic symbols. Okay. Uh, here's the ironic part. And after you guys have learned what you've learned, okay, notice that one of the satanic symbols is considered to be an upside-down cross. And it's not. Okay. Um, that, that one in the bottom right... My neighbor's got one with a chicken on top. That's just the way to see the wind blows. <laughs> see if it's going north, south, east, or west. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh-huh. know she was a devil worshiper. Ooh, girl, now you know. <laughs> yeah, she's casting demons on your house. All right. Um, it looks like Led Zeppelin and and Led Zeppelin album cover. And you see, back in the day, I look. I'm telling on my age again. I remember having to see the films that my uh, church would would you know post for the youth groups, and it, it oh God, it got under my skin. It really did because I I always went to evangelical churches, so they showed Kiss, and they'd say Kid Kiss stands for Kids in Satan's Service. I was like, really? I thought it meant yeah. Uh, no, okay. I, we were told it was knights. In Satan's service. No, I was told kids in Satan's service. Yeah, no, so, we said knights as in K and I. Ozzy Osbourne was evil because he bit the head of a bat off and he's a devil worshiper. A no, that's not worshiper. evil, honey. That's rabid. No, it's okay. it, he, no, he, he was actually he, he was actually <laughs> concerned because he found out it really was a bat that they threw up there and he bit the head off and he was like, Oh my god, I've got rabies. Sean! Sharon. Okay, so let's be real. Let's be real. Um, back in the day, evangelical churches would actually use rock, heavy metal rock, as their way of of scaring instead of bringing people to God. Because you know, God's God's way it has always and always will be through love, but. When you introduce his teachings through religion, and I and, and let me emphasize religion. When you bring it through religion, which is man-made, and you emphasize these things through religion, you're also putting a little bit of yourself. If that preacher, pastor, whoever it may be, is fearful or taught to be fearful of certain things that they do not understand, much like these symbols that we've been posting up here right now, you're going to have some problems. I'm telling you right now, 
And these problems are going to be big because then it misleads the masses to believe things. And like lemmings, they will all fall off the cliff. And I'm telling you right now, this this tends to happen more often than not. Vicky, your impressions, because I'm sure you had your little horse. Oh, look at that. That's not me. That's not me. He ain't wearing glasses. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a Clark Kent. Mm, I don't know. Looks pretty <laughs> Yeah, remember the whole the whole movement, you know, play this album backwards? Remember yes, that? Yes, yes, the back. And all they did was scratch up their album. It was it's back masking. I remember, I remember. Yeah, and 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 actually the the rock stars actually well thank you. I'm I, I've always wanted to be a comedian, but you know what? My face does that for me. So I don't Keep have dreaming, to honey. Keep dreaming. Exactly. That's why, you know. <laughs> um, but the the way I see it, the back masking, I remember that. And it said Satan, devil, or something to that effect. And like, see, it's the devil. I'm like, come on now, really? I never fell for it. They tried. They tried. But I it left a bad taste in my mouth. Did you you did you you, you have to deal with that as well, you know, with the back masking? No. 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 I no. I was, yeah. You know, we were we were we went to church. Okay. You know, we went to you know, Sunday school and all that stuff. But my mom was never a fire and brimstone. You can and cannot do. My mom can't laid down one rule. And that was, I was never to see the exorcist. And that was the only rule she ever, she did not um, look at my reading content. She did not worry about what I was listening to, but honestly, like in the early seventies, it was Sean Cassidy and Leif Garrett. Okay. And some Rex Smith, just saying that's how far back. Um, but I do remember one of my favorite Elton John albums is um, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboys. So in that song, there's a reference to um, God or well, Jesus, it says. And I was superstitious enough that I always would turn the volume down when it got to that point because I didn't want to be blasphemous or anything. And as soon as I knew that that line was done, I'd blast it back up. So I guess there was a little bit, you know, ingrained in me and, and things that we should or shouldn't be listening to, but no, I escaped, you know, any of those kind of micromanaging of my music and any of that kind of stuff. So I was grateful to not have to deal with that. You know, um, <laughs> amazing what people can do with fear and and, and it, all, all it takes is one word all it takes is one person one person one message and people that relate to that message and it could be hate speech and before you know it look what you have in front of you you have people that have been misled to believe in something that is not it's called fact checking do it okay research that's what google's there for okay you don't want to be followed i think there's duck duck go and and you don't have anything popping up on your news stream um but look this be is, careful when you google though you need to watch and yeah. see what sites you're getting these things from don't go to dumbass.com and think that you're going to get things that are factual okay you're not likely to find your answers there Dumbass, you know, I wonder if someone owns, owns that. But you know what? Anyways, that's it's too late now. I bet you someone already bought that. Now they um, grabbed it up for me. Yeah. 
you know you could have made thousands of dollars right there uh but the way i see it is the more people tend to just take everything that's said verbatim you know just oh it must be fact because rich vicky or anyone said it look don't just take our word for it if we're wrong bring it to our attention we want to know uh bubba haley uh, he said, uh, reduce the fear factor. Let's get spiritual. That's where that's where it all or where it all origination uh, originates. Uh, please tell me y'all's thoughts. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, there, a lot of people will tell you I am not religious, but I am spiritual because they yeah. attach the world religious to an organized religion, which yeah. Yeah. is a business. Uh, you know, go ahead and send the hate mails now. You can send it to nancy38drew at AOL.com. Um, I do think that a lot of religious organizations, a lot of them in particular, are businesses. And they have rules like businesses do. And what you should be teaching is tolerance through education, not ignorance through control. And that's what I think a lot of organized religions do. These things and these symbols that people make assumptions on, make assumptions on the groups of people that use them and what their belief system, why don't you go up and ask one of them what their belief system is? Why don't you ask people instead of just listening to all the negative that's out there? We are the only reasons why we are doomed. Human beings are the reason why we are doomed. We are going to constantly cut our own throats through ignorance and intolerance. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. You can go ahead and send that email again for my hate mail, nancy38drew at AOL.com. And I'll send you back just the perfect answer. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> That, that's on you if, if you want to get the hate mail had that uh you know our producer had uh, uh some symbols up there and i want her to go ahead and post that if she can real quick um it goes to show you just how many symbols are out there that's that's not even half that's not even a quarter that's like a smidgen of all the symbols that exist throughout the world i i, I see you know I the Freemason. The I, I, yeah, I see the the Eye of Horus. Uh, yes, the Eternity symbol. I see the Soviet Union. Look at that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's so many, and and, and it, it could just as easily be corrupted. I see a star here that has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points. Um, where do we begin? Which one do we we believe in? Uh, look, you know, it, it only takes one. And as far as I'm concerned, the way I see it, we need to be informed. If you don't want to take our word for it, don't just go on Google. Get a book. I have actual books on symbols and their meanings and where they're or they originated from. And we need to actually start educating ourselves when it comes to this, because there's a lot out there right now that's misleading a lot of people. And there's a lot of faiths that unfortunately are being misrepresented because one person or, or an organization took their symbol and corrupted it. 
it, it's true. You know, it is what it is. Can we move on to the next symbol, uh, Jen, whenever we have a chance? Because um, we're coming close to the second hour. Um, I don't think that this guy that's coming up is the next symbol, but uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Uh, next, keep going. All right, you know what? Go back. No, not that symbol. Put that down. Jeez. All right, let's go with the, let's go with the guy, not that guy, the other one, the green one, not not, not the Incredible Hulk. Are we bringing aliens on? I didn't know you secured an alien for this show. All right. Now I want everyone to take a look at this, and I want you guys to give your opinion as to who this dude is it could be me because it kind of looks like me he's got a savvy beard there you know but i ain't got acorns at the end of my beard but i'm sure you know uh, tammy and jen could figure that out and work that out um <laughs> where's my reiki symbols uh, so for those of you, I, I'm giving you guys a chance here to give your answers. Okay, Courtney has no clue. Uh, anyone out there have any idea? You know what? You know, if, if once we're done with everyone giving everyone a chance, um, Vicky, do you know the answer to this one? No, but I actually like it. So hopefully I'm not going to hell in two seconds. No, you're not going to hell in two seconds. Give me a break. <laughs> it's four seconds. There's okay. another one. It's the same the same one, but eh, no, no, Deborah. Close, but not quite. No cigar. I, I see people are, I, I can actually hear the wheels turning. They're like, oh my God, who is that guy? It's not Groot. I'll give you that clue. I'm Groot. It's not Groot. Okay, Jennifer has no idea. Uh, Ginger likes him. Me too. Very, very earthy dude. It's, mm -hmm. it's not. It's not Swamp Thing. It's not Groot. Okay. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Um, Is okay. it Mother Mother Earth's living boyfriend? No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's Just not. Just guessing. Okay, this is the Green Man. The infamous Green Man, um, and he is—he's known for. Okay, Jen, you know this guy better than I do. He's Celtic. I know that much. He is for rebirth. And why don't you pop on real quick and give us a tutorial on this? Because you're—you're you're the pagan one here. All right. Okay, this guy right here. He is known as he—he's a Celtic form. He was known to the Celts as the Green Man. Or the man, man of the tree, tree the man. Beard, the bearded man in the yes. trees. The, the bearded man in the trees. He was known as a, a forest god or a forest deity, um, worshipped from many, because he was the god of prosperity. He was the one who gave the crops. He was the one of he. A lot of people worshipped him because they were they were the ones who asked for crops. 
They wanted their crops to grow. They wanted their trees to grow because us as humans, trees give us oxygen. We breathe oxygen. So he was worshiped as you give us what we need. You give us oxygen. You give us everything. Uh, the big misconception about him nowadays is he's considered evil by occultists, or he, he was brought up by occultists, so he's evil. And he's far from. He got a bad rap. He got a bad rap. Yeah. Well, I think what's important, I think people should do exactly what Ginger and I did. Like, we didn't know who he was. We went on how we felt his energy and okay. his vibe and what we got off of looking at the picture. And, 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 and there are a lot of pictures to where he does look pissed off. He does look mad. Um, that that's just people's, I guess, vision of him because he, he was carved into trees. He was carved. If somebody were to tear down a tree, they would carve his face in it and then put it on a tree, like kind of as a hanging decoration. So yes, you're going to carve something. It is going to look scary. It's going to look intimidating, but that's the thing is he is meant, he was meant to look that way. Because a lot of, you know, just like what we have in the chat here, like Courtney said, elementals, to an extent, yeah, he could be considered an elemental. He was he was part of the forest. And that's what people think about when they see forest creatures are elementals. Yeah. And there are elementals that were specifically worshipped as gods and, and deities like that. So, yeah, yeah, I, I would put him in that category. Yeah, and he he was he was one of the good good gods um, in the Celtic belief to to bring prosper prosperity and life to what people needed to survive. So there you go, uh, the green man, the bearded man in the trees. It's just me. I'm just taking a peek. Don't worry about it. Um, <coughs> yeah. See, yeah. there you go. So yeah, uh, a lot of people feeling very grounded and very good about this picture. They actually don't feel threatened from what I'm seeing in the chat room, which is good. Um, and I, I, I've never felt threatened by by this uh, deity or this this one particular elemental. Uh, I think he's good. I think he creates balance. Uh, and and Vicky, you pretty much feel the same way. You you get a good vibe off this guy. Two thumbs up for this. Two guy. thumbs up or. Two branches up. Two branches up, yeah. All right, two branches up. And a couple up. acorns on the side. And broccolis. And cauliflower. And and corn. And I'm running out of vegetables. Bustle sprouts. Okay. Uh, hello, Jenny. How are you? I am so sorry to hear that your shop will be getting closed. I, I, I hope you guys find a place soon so you guys can reopen your shop. Jenny's a dear friend of mine, and we've been friends forever. Um, and I, when I heard the news, I was like, oh, man, that, that sucks. Um, but I know you guys will pop up again somewhere soon. In the meantime, keep touring the U.S., right? Broccoli. Everyone's putting broccoli in there. Little trees. Okay. I'm Groot. Okay. So, uh yeah, here we are with the green man, uh, the bearded man of the, the trees. And um, 
you know, it, it's a, it's a shame that people perceive him the way they 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 do. Uh, he's but he's you know what? Nice. We could we could have six shows on how this is like a good symbol, and people are still going to believe what they want to believe. Just, people just chill out. Yeah, well, people give in to their fears. You know what they don't understand. You would hope. Okay, I'm sorry, our producers. It, back it, every everything is sensationalized. Yes. Uh, and, and the problem is, is just because one country, much like the green man, he was uh, a symbol of the Celts, the Celtics, Irish, Scottish. Uh, so people even, even in the UK, um, when it was brought here because he looked so intimidating and scary, people made him out to be the bad guy. And when the word occult got brought up, he was even more feared. Because when you think of a cult, you think bad, you think witchcraft. You think, you know, summoning things and devil worshipers. That, that's not really what it was. A cult is, it, it just means different. Actually, and, not secretive. Well, well, yes, but yeah. it's different from what we think. We yeah. want to believe in our own religion base, whether it be Christian, Catholic, Mormon, Buddhist. When you see something different, it throws you off. You want to fear it. And that's the problem with today's society is we want to fear everything because it's different. In college, I had to take comparative religions and what you find when you take comparative religions, and this could stretch over to anything out of the mainstream is you find that there are commonalities between all religions. The stories are pretty much the same. They've just yeah. changed the character names. We really are more unified than we are divided if people really look at it that way. The problem is people keep looking for things that are different instead of looking for things that we have that are the same or in common. And we just need to change our mindset and how we look at things. We also have to think about it this way. The devil's always in the detail. If you look for the devil in any detailed you know, picture or painting or anything, you'll find something that looks like the devil. Go on, Jen. What were you going to say? And the problem is, much like what I was talking about, is it only takes one person, whether it one be person, man or woman, right. one yeah. person to make a symbol. I mean, I can come up with any symbol and just make it up and then take it into the general public and go, this means uh, I like to worship demons. And people are going to believe me. It just takes me or it takes that one person to bring it out and make it a bad thing and make people believe me. You know, it, it, it's funny. Um, Forrest Gump, he's running cross country because Jenny just turned him down. And some guy is there and he's like, I need help with, with an idea for a t-shirt. And some car drives by him and just, he gets hit by mud. He takes the shirt, he wipes his face on. He's like, thank you very much. Hands it back to him. And he keeps running. The guy opens the shirt and it's a happy face. He made millions of dollars. Look at that. He created a following. It, it was a catch thing. That's all it took. That's all it took. One little thing a happy face and it became popular who who would have thought but that's how usually things get started it's usually by one person one thing said out of context and not enough research done to actually correct that person or put them in their in their proper place and say no actually you're wrong that's not what this means it means this instead 
So that that's what this show is all about. We have we have one more symbol I know for a fact that we're going to look into, but I, I'd like to not get into the famous one. Uh, okay, let's throw that one on. All right. Anyone have any ideas as to what the symbol is? Bubba, we will be answering questions in the in the second hour. I guarantee it. Oh, we got a hand raised. Vicki, you want to take this one? Yes, Jen. I, thank you for having a nice, quiet hand. <laughs> it's blue. It's blue. Oh, it's blue. my God. There's other colors in there, Jen. Give me the other oh, colors, too. Oh, and it's, 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 it's white and it's black. Okay. Good job. Yeah. See, it I looks see. Like a, it looks like a tire. No, well, see, I see, I haven't eaten yet. I see a blueberry donut with white frosting with one little tiny drop of like maybe, I don't know, is that like licorice or something like that? I don't know. That's it, what I see. It could be a sugar cookie. That's true. Could be. Could be one of those with the icing. Okay. Rich, what food do you see? I don't see food. I'm not hungry right now. So honestly, I know it's the evil eye. Uh, <laughs> So as far as I'm concerned, that's that's what it is. Uh, and it's not bad. It, it's actually, you know, something that's supposed to protect you from someone giving you the, the stink eye. You know, that's basically all it means. But people actually perceive this as something bad. Uh, we're going to be going to a short break. And I promise Bubba we're going to get to his question when we come back from our break. Because he really had his virtual hand all the way up. He was like, Oh, oh Mr. Kata. Okay. And we're going to get to him. I promise. And everybody else that has any questions, we'll be right back after these few short words from our sponsors. Stick around. Don't go anywhere.
welcome back to Greetings from Beyond Radio, everyone. I hope um, everyone is still on board. Um, to answer uh, Jennifer Bailey real quick, from a Christian perspective, would wearing an evil eye be idolatry? No, it wouldn't. Um, I actually, uh, in my uh, presentation, uh, address the evil eye and its its origins, and it's very much like... Um, the the horseshoe it's 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 used like that in the sense of warding off anyone from you know having a stink eye against you or they they want something bad they have some bad intent against you to ward that off and the horseshoe is for good luck and it, it brings prosperity it's supposed to bring prosperity but those are like you know what they're believed to bring to you whatever you really bring you know give power to will bring that to you uh much like i had stated at the very beginning of the show uh the cross for many many millennia was was used as a form of torture for criminals and the romans took that cross and started using it it was only when jesus was crucified on that cross and killed on that cross that it became a symbol of hope so you could take anything nowadays uh, be it, you know, a horseshoe, the, the evil eye or the cross, and you could turn it into whatever you want, much like uh, what Courtney thought. She thought it was bad that the cross was upside down. And in fact, it's not a bad thing. It, it's, it was an honor through St. Peter to honor his Messiah to not be crucified the same way that he was. And we know we have a lot of questions in the chat room and we're going to get to them. And I'd like to start off with Bubba, if possible. Um, uh, so Bubba Haley, how do y'all think about spiritually and paranormal? Are they connected, you think? Vicki, go ahead. You start off and I'll follow through later. Well, I would say if someone is investigating the paranormal, you have to be in touch with something more than just the concrete things that we have here on earth. And in order to believe that there's other things, I believe that you would have to be connected spiritually and know that there are other things other than just living, breathing people that are occupying um, our space. I'm one of those people where I would definitely classify myself more spiritual than I would hardcore religious because again, I think religion is an organization and I'm a paranormal investigator and I'm a psychic medium. So, um, yeah, I think they're connected. Uh, I'm, I identify as spiritual. Uh, yes, I do work for the United States old Catholic church and I do follow their rules and their, uh, their ways. Um, am I old Catholic? I'm Christian. Um, I, I don't like labels personally. Um, I, I, even though Christian is a label, but I, I believe more and subscribe more to the Christian faith when it comes to the paranormal and spirituality, I try to be as grounded as I possibly can with trying to debunk anything and everything. First and foremost, I don't jump to conclusions and call everything demon. Um, as far as I'm concerned, that's been something that has been abused over the years within the paranormal field to where anything that scares any of those paranormal investigators, be it on TV or 
otherwise. They're the first ones to scream out what they fear the most. Unfortunately, it's always demon. What if it's the boogeyman? What if it's something else altogether? And that's what they perceive to be in that closet. That's what they perceive to be around the corner. That's really the darkest. That's what you're going to scream out the most. But of course, people are always going to be screaming out demon because demons are the one species of spirit that know us better than we know ourselves and have for many, many years. They, they were around long before uh, we were even created. Uh, they, they were angels uh, now fallen. And in fact, uh, in, in the very writings of Enoch, uh, the, the art of war, uh, beautification, and uh, the art of magic, uh, astrology was all taught to humans uh, when the Watchers, which was a different species of angels, came down to Earth. They didn't fall to Earth. They chose to come down to Earth and teach them these things. So we have to think about it that way. Um, so yes, that I, I believe that spirituality and, and the paranormal have to be balanced and, and it, it, it all comes down to what you consider to be your faith, to be what you lean on when you go into that situation. Do we have any other questions from the chat? Go ahead. Before we get to any questions, I have to tell you, it's really hard when you have some type of business to come up with something that's symbolic for your business because you do have to think about, oh, they might associate this and that and the other. So when you had your last symbol up, I wanted to, whoever has not been on my website, I chose the eye for readings by Vicki. Um, if you look in the center of it, it's two hands that are reaching over to grasp each other. The little things around it represent the, the fact that they're on you know the other side. And you probably can't see, but I'm also wearing the necklace of the same thing. So right. it did cross my mind when I was creating that design. By the way, that design came to fruition because of Eileen Wolfman, which I want to thank her for the original. Um, she's the one who actually sketched it out and sent it to the company to have it produced. Um, so I do want to give her a shout out. But it's hard when you're trying to look for something that is recognizable but then you have to think to yourself oh my gosh is somebody going to interpret it a different way so there was a lot of thought but you know what i said the eyes nice and blue i have blue eyes and i added you know the hands reaching out to each other and all that so i went ahead and, and went with it and i see nothing wrong with that and the way i perceive it my perception it's the third eye mm -hmm. uh so we have another question, and this is, I think we're going back. So, uh, Bubba Haley, reduce the fear factor. Let's get spiritual. That's where it all originates from, I guess, is what you're trying to say there, Bubba. Uh, please tell me y'all's thoughts. Um, the fear factor to me, uh, when it comes to spirituality, there really is no, no fear factor for me. In fact, I think those that fear the paranormal is is because they don't understand it it's an it's human nature to fear that which you do not understand uh so if you enter into the paranormal with fear that means you don't understand it uh the best way to actually get into something like this is 
to study it and make sure that what you are studying is something that you can apply later on on the field. Go ahead, Vicky. Your thoughts. <clears throat> um, on thoughts on that one or the next question that's up there? Because the, 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 the one I just answered. The one. Um, you know what? I do think that if um, we all just are more in touch with spirituality, that it does decrease uh, fear factor. I know that many time, like what you were saying, Rich, about a lot of it has to do with not knowing or not understanding. I've had many clients through the years. It was just a matter of they didn't know what was making that noise or they didn't know what touched them. And that knowledge gave them power and reduced their fear. And I think that it's very important for people to, if you're, especially if you're going to actually help somebody to make sure you know what you're doing before you go in there. But giving your clients the tools, which is knowledge, is going to go a really long way in helping how they deal with their haunt. All right. So I guess I will answer this question first since you already finished answering the other one. If I may ask, do you think you have to have a relationship with the Lord to have that gift? Now, can you... Could you be a little bit more uh, specific when it comes to the gift that you're talking about? Is it a gift of sight, mediumship? Uh, is it uh, psychic abilities? What exactly? I'll wait on, on Bubba's uh, response there. Um, yes, and fear is Satan's number one tool. I agree with you there. Uh, when, when something demonic is involved, that is what they use correct well even human spirits will use because fear and anger give off a lot more energy off of, of our bodies and yeah. any type of spirit needs that energy to feed and so they want you to be scared uh, way in the early parts of when i was still on another team um you know i woke up and there was this pulsating black gray smoky blob thing that was literally next to my bed you know doing this and i looked up and I said, I got to get up early for work tomorrow. And I turned my back to it and I never saw it again because it wanted some type of reaction that was going to give it more energy. I gave it more sleep. It didn't get anything off of me that night. It got some more sleep. I, I, I agree. Uh, and, and yes, it, it, that, that goes for any spirit to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, we're still waiting on Bubba to clarify his question. Um, uh, when it comes to, if I may yeah. ask, do you think you have to have a relationship with the Lord to have that gift? Um, and I, I mean, I, I can answer based on what he has there. I, well, I, I, I want to know exactly what gift he's talking about. Cause is it empathy or being empathic? Is it being, to, um, psychic, which tells the future, uh, is it psychometry? Is it, you know, mediumship? I, I'd like to know exactly what gift he's referring to before we go or delve any further. Uh, while Vicky, you must have had some experiences in your life to be able to ignore that. That was actually pretty early on in my paranormal investigating days. In fact, I was on the previous team, which I was on for seven months before um, making my own team. And, you know, I've never, I've never been a scaredy cat, so to speak, since a certain point. And I will tell the story. It may tie in a little bit with, with Bubba's question. 
growing up, I was a scaredy cat. My friends always wanted to drag me to horror movies and I would watch with one eye. I mean, that final scene towards the final scene there in Poltergeist, me and my friends were out looking through the little glass in the doorway and we went to my house and unplugged the TV and covered it. So I was, I was scared and I used to sleep on the floor in my parents' room till I was like middle school, early high school. And one night I was laying on the floor and I literally started praying. And I said, I don't want to be scared like this anymore, God. And I pictured being in heaven and God was on this big giant, you know, stereotypical is on this big giant throne. And I pictured myself sitting on his lap and him putting his arms around me, whether it was my imagination, but I literally felt warmth around my body, just like he had put his arms around me. And I am not lying to you. I have not been scared of anything except for poverty since then. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, Bubba has answered all of the above. Uh, yes. He um, it, asking the general question is, do you have to have a relationship with the Lord to have any of those type of gifts, whether it be psychic, mediumship, anything at all? Do you, he, they want to know if you have to have that relationship? All right. Um, you want to take this Vicky or me? I can only speak for myself because I was brought up religious and I just told a story that I did, did and do have a relationship with the Lord. So right. I can't speak for other people. The only thing that I can speak on is some people get information and they appear to have abilities, but you always have to question. And I know Rich is going to back me up on this, where that information came from. Um, you have to know that it's coming from a good place. And I can give you the example. Um, my mom was Southern Baptist. She didn't really believe in any of this. She didn't encourage it. Well, there was a point where my sister had decided to start dabbling in stuff. And my mom didn't know at first what my sister was doing. And she went to go visit her. And my mom was very uncomfortable in the house. She felt the energy was different because my mom was psychic whether she wanted to acknowledge it or not and she felt the energy difference in the home because my sister being the type of person she is whether she knew the lord or not she's not a good person so therefore the spirits that would speak to her that she was dealing with were the not so nice ones they weren't the good spirits and then when i started doing the things that i did and then my mom found out one of the things I confronted her with. I said, I've been doing this for like six months in the house on the phone. Did you ever notice the energy in the house change? And she said, no. I said, because I'm not like your other daughter. I am the kind of person that's going to attract a certain type. So whether you want to call that a relationship with the Lord, which I had, or just a relationship with that I go about with a pure heart and that I go about because I have multiple people. I want to help people on the other side, get their messages. I want to help the people here. And that's, that's where the, the difference is. So I can only speak for myself who has a relationship with the Lord. 
Rich, you want to add about maybe comment on someone who maybe wasn't brought up with the Lord? Well, you know, uh, I, I, I can't remember a time in my life where, uh, you know, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord, but uh, there, there are uh, Bible verses that actually do back up the fact that uh, there are gifts that the Lord gives. One of those gifts being uh, discernment of spirits. And it's notice how it states discernment of spirits. It doesn't define any one particular spirit. So it, it means the discernment is of whatever spirit may be there, be it human, be it demonic, may be it angelic, maybe maybe it's the Holy Spirit, maybe it's God altogether. Um, these are our, our gifts that I think we all have, and some are more in tune to it than others. But there are people that will use that gift that is already given to us for good or evil. It all depends on the intent. And I, I believe that people like Vicky, people like myself, I happen to be empathic. I can sense when something's off and something's not necessarily kosher. Um, but that's my empathic side. I, I pick up on, on the emotions that are, are floating around, be it, you know, the living or the dead. Vicky, on the other hand, has gone, you know, and graduated, you know, beyond being empathic, not saying empathic is not part of her gift, but part of it, yeah, yeah, she's, she's gone above and beyond when it comes to that. His other question is, uh, why does it happen to uh, one person or not another? Actually, uh, that happens to all of us. We, you know, uh, we, we've all gotten that intuition and uh that bad feeling um that's that's your psychic side that's your your spiritual side telling you yo there's something up here and it ain't you know ripe it's rotten in denmark you may want to get moving uh vicky if you want to handle and the that. thing is he was saying why does it happen more to maybe one person not the other there's two things number one i don't think i would be where I am now, if I had not become a paranormal investigator, and in particular, a paranormal investigator who treated all spirits with respect. And I think that's what opened the doorway to say, okay, she's respectful. She's, she's going to listen to us. That in combination to this scenario that I've talked about before on the show, hey, listen, I can go and take guitar lessons I will never play like Prince because he's, he was just innately more talented. It was in his blood, in his bones. It was a gift. I, it was a gift. And I think the same thing, although we all have a certain degree of gifts, there are some that are going to be more gifted at certain things than others. That's human nature. There's no reason to believe that if that doesn't apply to Prince's guitar playing, that it doesn't apply to psychic ability as well. Jennifer, I have a gift and I don't quite understand it. Um, message me because I know what your gift is. Give her. Uh, let, let's let's scroll her information down below. She already um, she already sent me um, a thing on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, Bubba, you don't know how much I want to talk and ask questions. Um, it, that's what we're here for. Uh, let's keep them coming. Uh, yeah, keep them coming, and that's we love engaging with 
all of our listeners and viewers. Uh, so, uh, Jen, go ahead and post up the next list of symbols. And they're all the same symbol, but, you know. Uh, so, yes, we have from the Hopi tribe, the Christian faith, the Malta, the Tibet, the Greek, the Jewish, the Islamic, Japan, China, Ceylon, Lapland, Hindu, Celt, Bali, Jain. And notice they all are swastikas. Yes, they are. Can you believe that? Now, and depending on, on what the swastika has been used. Now, notice in, notice in all of these, go back to the to those images. No, 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 no. Well, we were, yeah. Notice they're not, they're all straight. Okay. Now, go to the one that was used by the Nazis. It's inverted. Wow. Uh, is this a coinkydink or is this Adolf Hitler who decided to corrupt the swastika and what it really meant? The swastika, for your information, was predominantly used in many, many cultures, as you saw, but it was a way to ward off evil. And evil incarnate took it and corrupted it. You're muted. Can't, can't hear you, Jen. Again, as stated before, it only takes one person. One person yes. to change these symbols that were created for again prosperity, peace, protection, whatever it was that they came up with in different cultures to then create this that Corrupt. widely became an evil symbol. Corruption. But it it wasn't that before. No. Before that, one man took and changed it. Much, much like we were talking about before, with the satanic symbol, it took Anton Levey, that one man, to create something evil. Yeah, and and in fact, it's used for evil uh, to this very day. The the uh, the swastika is still used to this very day for evil. And it's a very divisive uh, symbol. And yes, uh, when it comes to the pentacle, it's amazing how it was inverted, much like the swastika was, and turned into something evil. And it is used for evil. Let me get. Let me just set the record straight. There are people out there that are very, very ignorant. I hate to say it, but it's true. And they will take something and not knowing what it's really meant for, they will use it for something evil. That's all it takes. One person, a group of people. And the times I've heard of individuals that have given me their eyewitness testimony of seeing a black mass ritual candles all in a circle with a inverted pentacle which is a pentagram 
to conjure forth something evil, I'd be a millionaire by now. I'm I'm being God honest when I tell you this. I've read it. I've heard it. I haven't personally not seen it, but I know what it's used for. Yes, Jen. Which in turn brings up another subject. Now, when you see people using that, it's normally an occult. Yes, I'm using a lot of air quotes. The occult, which has also been a big misconception over time. Because you see the black magic. You see people using these symbols for bad things. But if you go back and you see the Buddhists or we'll use the Wiccans or the pagans, for instance, they use these symbols for good. Again, it only takes that one person or the black magic pagans to make it evil for something that it really wasn't. So it's all about the misconception, what, what you see the bad people use and you see the good people use, you want to label them the same and they're not. It's all in the intent. And that's why it's important though, when paranormal investigators come into a case and there have been some symbols drawn and things like that, they should not make assumptions. They still need to go in at ground level and do their own research and not base their outcome on what they think it should be based on a symbol that they might find. Cause that's happened before too. Well, uh, with Michelle Harold, um, do you mean the pentacle or the pentagram? Because to me, they're, they're two totally different things. The pentacle, I agree is not meant for evil but the pentagram has unfortunately been corrupted over the years uh in fact the church of satan owns the copyright to the pentagram just so you're you're you know aware of this uh okay yes now the pentagram cannot be compared to the pentacle it's completely different it's the it's the equivalency of what's happened to the cross uh, you're joining us uh, a little late. How you doing, Sean? Uh, but one of the first symbols that we used, and and Jen, if you could go back to the very first symbol that we used at the very beginning of the show so that we can actually address this correctly and then move forward from this. Um, we, we have to uh, really look at this. So go ahead and post that picture up. Here we have... Uh, Michelle, the cross. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask you, Michelle, since you're here, and, and, and this is not to put you on the spot or anything like that, but when you see the cross, you think what? And and we'll wait for, for her response. But, you know, this this whole conversation, this, this symbols conversation has been very interesting and very educational, I believe, for all our viewers and listeners because people are understanding once and for all even courtney when when she responded to uh this actual one uh particular uh cross when we end up showing uh what it really means so i'm waiting on michelle to respond you know what her opinion is on seeing the cross right now 
Well, I think one of the things that we've learned through this podcast is that people who want to come up with an evil symbol are really lazy. They just take something good and flip it upside down. It's happened more than once tonight's show. And I understand they probably want to do that because they wanted to, to be obvious in the fact that they're taking something that's good and flipping it around, but eh, it's kind of lazy. All right. So Michelle says, I think crucifix when they are shaped like that, which makes me think of uh, regions or religious items. Okay. So uh, Jen, go ahead and show the other cross. And we need your honest opinion on this. Now, when you see this, Michelle, what do you think? Religious. And in what sense do you do you feel this is religious to what extent? Because a lot of people, including Courtney, which was just learned something new this time around. She 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 was like, oh, I had no idea. So just so that we don't lag on, on the show a little bit, this is St. Peter. Uh, for those of you that don't know Peter, he was one of the apostles. Uh, when he was captured, um, they were going to crucify him much like his savior, Jesus Christ, was crucified. He insisted that they crucify him upside down. But in social media and Hollywood and whatnot, they would have you believe that an upside down cross, uh, there you go, well, would assume evil because it is upside down. But I do believe some people were crucified upside down. You're correct. Uh, the thing is, is and this is taken from uh, an average everyday seven satanic symbols and notice that to the bottom right-hand corner, we have the upside-down cross, and that is not satanic. It's not at all. It, it, it's, it's, it, it was done in honor of Jesus Christ. Peter chose to be, if he was going to be crucified and that's how he was going to go down, he said, please crucify me upside-down, but leave it in the hands of Hollywood, leave it in the hands of social media, and then all of a sudden it's something evil. It's a mockery of the Trinity, and that is not the case. Unfortunately, that's what it's been turned into into these days. When it comes to the pentacle, uh, we'll we'll go through this real fast. Uh, the 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 pentacle. Okay, so is this a pentacle to you, Michelle? And uh, you know, I, I loved what Jen said. You know, it's blue. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, it's it's blue, but it's not. Uh, it, it it's not that it's. Yeah, let, let's move on to the next star. Okay, same star. Let's go back and it's forth. Black. Oh, please and stop. White. Stop it. All right. So <clears throat> what we're what we're getting at here is this is the star. This is this is basically the first one before this one was the star of David. Okay. A Jewish star of David. Notice. All of a sudden, it goes from that, and we move on to the pentacle. Same points of star. Exactly, but that's not a star of David. That's actually a pentacle. And people will look at it, and they'll say it's a, it's, it, some will say it's the star of David. Some will say it's a pentacle. Um, well, what we just showed you right there 
in, in the first picture, that was the Star of David, the blue one. And it's exactly the same points as the pentacle. And the pentagram is the one that's been corrupted, which is the inverted. So if we can go to the pentagram real quick, instead of showing all of these symbols all at once. Um, and there's Anton LaVey with the pentagram. Uh, once again, one, two, three, four, five points. Uh, but it was inverted. The pentagram was something that Anton LaVey from the Church of Satan took, copyrighted in 1966, as I was corrected by Vicky. Um, that My birth year, coincidence? Her, I think Her birth year. And that was for a reason. He wanted to own something. The stars have always been used either to lift a faith up or bring it down. And the Star of David and the Pentacle are very much, they're the same. But you use the pentagram. Now, when a pentagram is used, I can tell you that it's not, if you see a pentagram, you know, get out of there. It's, it's not a good thing. A pentacle, I have no issue with. I know what a pentacle is for. A pentacle is for to ward off evil. The Star of David, it, it is, you know, to show the unity between God and heaven and 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 uh the the human race uh the relationship between god and 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 heaven yes jen can't Muted. hear you mute mute Candy. each points of the star were actually meant to show how christ was crucified that was another reason too yes and, and, and once then again, once it was flipped upside down was supposed to be the mocking of jesus christ However, it meant nothing, absolutely nothing, before the 1800s. Again, as the point I bring across, it brings one person to make it something. And the, um, the original, the five-pointed star facing, pointing up, mm -hmm. those represented spirit, earth, fire, water. It represented the elements Yes. originally with people who used it for good until they flipped it upside down. Um, so there's a lot of... Here's, here's what I want people, if nothing else, to take from. Don't jump to conclusions when you see a symbol. Like, just take the time. Like, look at that. Like, that picture that had all the different satanic symbols. Okay, that came off of a website, probably dumbass.com. So um, you have to use your own brain. You have to use your own brain. Yeah. And do proper research. Make sure that when you're on the internet, you're looking at things, not that it's exclusive, but if you go to a .org, it's usually going to be more legitimate than a .com. Everybody can have a .com. Uh, not everyone. <laughs> they actually started introducing the .orgs because they were running out of .coms. Uh, well, I got a, I got more than one .com. Yeah. So. so you're good when it comes to that. I always remind myself that uh, Satanists have to believe that God and Christ exist if they are the opposite, so to say. Satanists are not pagans, yet they are often grouped together. So... The Satanists uh, are known to worship 
you know, the human condition. Go, go ahead, Jen. She just loves uh, this. Yes, yes, I do. I'm I gonna... do. I do. Um, what she says there is true. Um, there is also that misconception that pagans are evil. Pagans are Satanists. Um, they do occultish things. They do black magic. That is a huge misconception. It is you can't label all pagans the same. Some do. And you black can't magic. label all Satanists the same either. Exactly. You know, there, there is that difference between Satanists, Luciferians. Some of it is the same. Some of it is not. Um, much like pagans. Some pagans, yes, they like to do the black magic. They like to do the evil things. Fine. Just because you call yourself a pagan witch does not mean that you are bad. That you go out there and you curse everyone and do bad. It's the same thing with the symbols. Just because one person said it was bad doesn't mean they're all bad. I, I, I like what uh, Nathan Webster said here. Good point. Um, he stated, when people talk about Satan, are they referring to the angel that suggested to Adam and Eve to eat the fruit of knowledge? Now, let's take that and run with it. Uh, in my studies over the years as a demonologist, Satan actually is not the character that everyone believes him to be which is lucifer um satan was a hierarchical demon at least referred to as one in my studies lucifer on the other hand was the fallen one um he had many names that he decided to go by satan being one of them but satan when you actually study the word satan it's a hierarchical demon uh, so is the, the B name. Uh, there's many others. Uh, that being said, let me just state this too. What fruit was depicted to all of us growing up as the, the fruit of knowledge or, or the, the fruit of knowledge in the sense of this is what we need to, you know, eat in order to gain knowledge. It was the apple. But it wasn't an apple. It never even states the word apple. It says fruit. Okay. It's the depiction of a painter using an apple at that time in that era. But it wasn't an apple. It was a fruit. Well, it simply stated fruit. Just like hell. Hell, when that word was translated... It wasn't translated to a place. The word that was used in the original original version, um, that does not translate to a place called hell. So it just basically talks about when you're no longer living. And that's, that's where, listen, I was taught by my shaman, you don't have to believe what I believe, but you need to believe in something. Exactly. And many of us are Christian based people. That's the way we were brought up. But the older you get and the more you look at and the more logical thinking you are. Listen, this book has been written in many different languages, interpreted, screwed around and changed with the King James Version who had a particular agenda 
which was to bring Catholicism back. And so you have to, I use this expression all the time, take all of it with a grain of salt and believe what your heart believes you and leads you to believe. And I think that's important. I like what uh, Jennifer Bailey said. As I get older, I find that I was being pushed to pick a side. Listen, um, one thing I can tell you, the God I serve, okay, the Christian God, uh, Jesus Christ, he himself said that if I knock and you open the door, I shall come in and sup with you. But if I knock and you don't open that door, he'll go on to the next door. He's never been one to kick that door down. And that in itself is what's most important. God will never make you choose. He's there. If you choose him, great. If you don't, he ain't going to shove himself down your throat. And that's the one thing that people need, need to really take from what we're teaching here today. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to make this sound like a sermon or anything like that. We were just sharing what we know, okay? And for all we know, we may be wrong on a lot of points, but we've done our research. I know I've done my my fair share of reading, and so has Vicky. Um, As far as I'm concerned, and much like what Bubba said there, the Bible says nothing about an apple. Um, He thinks it was a watermelon. It wasn't a watermelon, I can tell you that. And it never states what, it just states fruit of knowledge was it summer i mean it could it could have been a watermelon if it was it was in a garden for god's (laughs) sakes it could have been winter fall i don't know the the thing (laughs) is is whatever that fruit is we will never know you know why because that the whole garden and that tree were taken off this earth let me repeat that it's no longer here so for people to say it's the apple or like Bubba said, it's a watermelon. And to get back to Jennifer, God never forces himself ever. It's religion that forces itself. Religious people that force their views through their fear mongering. And this is dangerous. God is love. God is acceptance. God is inclusive not exclusive remember that that's the best message i can i can give all of you here tonight he is inclusive not exclusive because the moment you start applying religion look i love spicy foods but i i can tell you right now if i get a good meal and it's good just on its own but i decide to throw some spice in there it's going to ruin the whole thing. Okay. I, I'd rather not add anything to it. I'd rather just leave it as is. And some people will go ahead and just salt everything. Jen, she loves to put salt on everything. And I make sure, like, I, it, it frustrates the hell out of me. I'll cook some Chinese fried rice with soy sauce. And that woman will soak you it. You leave my soy sauce alone. Yeah, now get off the screen. You know I'm right, okay? She makes that rice so black that it looks worse than coffee, okay? There's no need. 
taste it first, see if it needs more soy sauce, see if it needs a little more spice or something like that. Sometimes it tastes just good on its own. So let's just take that for what it's worth. Ginger. And the apple is depicted in fairy tales as evil too. True. Where did that come from? Hmm. Because uh, running with the evil theme. Exactly. You know, and the we, fact is, what you said before that, you know, we're expressing our opinions and we may be wrong. Yeah, we're probably wrong about a lot of things that come out of our mouths. But the difference between us and other people who might have a platform is that we are willing to stand up and say, you know what? This is just my opinion. This is based on research. This is based on personal experience. But ultimately, this is my opinion. And guess what? I could be wrong because that's just the way my brain is working. Yeah. There's a lot of things like I purposely, I look at the difference and the contradictions that you find in the Bible, specifically between your Old Testament and your New Testament. So there's a logical side that will give a general explanation as to why you have those discrepancies, which as Southern Baptists were taught in the Old Testament, we're living under law. And in the New Testament, we're living under grace. So we got all brand new rules, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, but then if you go and you start picking them apart and you see how many contradictions, that's why I think that you have to believe in something just so that you're not floating through life without some type of criteria by which you operate. But honestly, it sounds really simple. You just got to be a good person and don't go out to harm people. Don't go out to judge people because regardless of what religion you belong to, it's not your job. Just everybody, Rich said a few minutes ago, God is love. And that's what people need to, if we had more love, gosh, I saw, I have gone back to like the 60s and 70s. I got a hippie thing going on here, but we all need to love each other. That's the only important thing here. Amen to that. Um, look, if one thing that y'all can walk away from this show tonight is having learned not only different symbols and what they've meant over the years and what they mean today and how they've changed over time is remember that the message we're trying to bring across is we are inclusive. We include all of us right now. We're all talking. We're all communicating. And guess what? We're learning from each other. That's what this is all about. That's why I wanted people to be asking questions. That's why I wanted everyone to put their two cents, three cents, four cents. I don't, I don't care how many cents you got. Just put it together and let's all make some sense out of this. Because, the you know, at the end of the day, if you walk away from this show not having learned one single damn thing, we didn't do our job right. I want this show to be inclusive at all times. And yes, we will always be here for any questions you may have. If we, if we have the answers, we'll give them to you. If we don't have the answers, we'll get you people that do. Promise. Guaranteed. Because as far as I'm concerned, I don't have all the answers. Vicky doesn't have all the answers. Jen doesn't have all the answers. All y'all don't have all the answers. That's why we're all here communic communicating and talking and trying to get to know a little bit of what you know and what a little bit of what we know. <clears throat> this is why this platform exists. So 
Um, yeah, thank you so much, Jennifer, on that. I love these open discussions. Um, they're this is super fun show. And Michelle, as a pagan, I can say one of my pet peeves is when people say Christianity is bad. It is not the faith. It is the practitioner. A good Christian loves and doesn't judge. You are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Good, good, good. I love to... I judge love to not lest ye be judged. Just as harshly. And, and let me tell you, uh, there's a lot to be learned from all of us. Well, heck, you know, I know for a fact there are Mormon pagans. There are, are Catholic pagans. There are many that mix the two. And I got news for you. Catholicism drew a lot of the things that they practice to this very day due to Constantine becoming a Christian and having to merge the pagan faith and Roman and the Roman faith at that time, which was pagan based with Christian faith. I don't know if people know that. All you got to do is read, read, you know, knowledge is power as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Nathan Webster states, I was thinking about the verse with fruit of knowledge of good and evil, I believe you meant to say, and thought if Adam and Eve did not have this knowledge prior before eating, what state of mental ability did they have prior? And this will have to be our last question. Uh, give a, a, a shout out real quick, Vicki, to this one question. Is he asking in particular, is he talking about He's their ability? He's wondering their, their their mental capability. Right. Uh, so their culpability in having done something, to me, that's a little more, that didn't have as much to do with their mental state when they made that choice, because it was a choice that they made. Um, they were breaking a rule that was explicitly laid out, if you believe the story that's laid out. I don't think um, how much mental ability they had, unless they were complete blobs, they were laid down a rule that they use their free will to go contrary to. Well, my, my personal belief, and this will be the last answer we give out. I'm sorry, Bubba. I'm sorry, Jennifer and everyone else. Courtney, thank you so much for being on the show and listening in. Um, but I believe the question that he's implying is what, what, how were they, what were they like? Were they childlike? Were they that innocent? that they had to be told, no, 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 don't touch, don't taste, but don't swallow. And or I don't think taste, that but that's, don't swallow. You know what I mean? It's not I, an excuse. Well, it's not an excuse, but I wonder, I mean, they were, they were, it, what's the word I'm looking for? They were sheltered. They were in, they, they were in this garden. They weren't allowed to go beyond the garden. They were in this garden. They had everything provided for them. They were not corrupt by the outside world. So I think what he means when he when he's asking this question um, is, were they so innocent that they didn't understand that what they were doing was that bad? That, you know, when they took the fruit, not the apple, the fruit, and ate from it, when Eve took from it and ate it, was she like completely incoherent of what she was doing. Ah, it can't be that bad. And then when she was like, oh, damn, it is that bad. Hey, Adam, come here. Come here. I think you should join me here. Uh, I think he has a point there. Uh, and in fact, yes, he stated they didn't know they were naked prior to eating the fruit, which would mean they had a change of knowledge. 
yes, correct reasoning. That's what he meant. I, I believe he does have a point. I agree with him there because they were innocent. They were sheltered. They were in this garden. They didn't have exposure to the rest of the world. They so, may have been innocent, but their instinct was to go against the law that was set down, which tells us human beings, we are flawed creatures who go after our passions and what pops in our heads and our hearts. We have been from the beginning when we made that mistake and we are today. The best thing we can do is to use our hearts and our heads to keep from making mistakes with other people. And with that said, that's it. I mean, uh, we're done. We're cooked. Put a fork in us. Uh, next week, we will have Deb Paramama Lance and we will have her interviewed on the show. She will be coming on the second hour of the show. Uh, I've known Deb uh, for a very, very long time. And she's an incredible individual, very loving individual, psychic medium. Uh, for those of you that do not know her, you will get to know her next week. I promise you. Uh, she's an, a very interesting individual, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Vicki, you want to say anything in our parting as we part ways with everyone and with the show as we are parting ways you can see in the ticker at the bottom if you would like to get in touch with me because you want to schedule a reading you can um or send your hate mail or send me hate mail at <laughs> nancy 38 drew at aol.com if you live in the south florida area and you're experiencing any kind of paranormal activity and you want to know more about it and you want someone to come in and help you can find me at www.pointparanormal.com if you want to check out the website you can also find us on facebook with point paranormal and send an email to nancy 38 drew at aol.com and as i always finish every single video be it here on greetings from beyond radio or on the personal videos i i'll, I'll post one every week uh when it comes to my fan page live life don't let life live you and peace be still. See you next week, everyone.